Don't Drink the Tea is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. No copyrights, animal rights, or Miranda rights will be infringed upon at any time. This program is not meant to diagnose, treat, or prevent any literary conditions. Please check with your doctor before reading any books. Please be advised that plot lines and such will be discussed. The hosts will do their best to alert you of any potential spoilers with, say, a very annoying sound effect. One or two spoilers, however, might slip through. We apologize for any inconvenience, mental distress, or property damage this may cause. What's your favorite Star Trek movie? Uh, I haven't seen a lot of the Star Trek movies. Like the, the originals? Uh, like Wrath of Khan. I haven't seen any of the original movies. What? Ever. Yeah, I know. Like the Leonard Nimoy I, movies? I, yeah, Those I are good ones. I didn't say that they weren't good. I just haven't seen uh, them. You implied it. My I, favorite one is the one with the whale. What's that one called? Voyage Home. Voyage Home. Yeah. That one's my favorite because it doesn't feel like a Star Trek movie. It just feels like silly. I've never seen that one. It's you awesome. did. That's the I've one where he's it. got like the, he looks like a ninja and they're like <laughs> yeah. in New York. I've only seen Spock that clip. I never watched You haven't seen the whole thing? No, I never watched the whole thing. I've heard of it because from what I understood i thought it was like infamous like this is so stupid not like this people so like awesome. it but probably not like hardcore star trek fans that yeah. want like a science fiction movie because it's more comedy i don't like it because I'm, it's a star trek movie right. i like it because it's silly and i didn't like particularly like the other star trek movies I'm first like contact was good and i refused to watch nemesis first contact with the is that oh the guy uh the guy the first the time guy. vulcans well, first <laughs> the borg tries to change history by should we have a spoiler alert the borgs try to change history <laughs> <laughs> this movie's been out for a long time now yes and this isn't a star trek podcast so if you came here welcome to not... don't drink the earl grey tea the, the oh, podcast where we that was beautiful thank you the <laughs> podcast where we uh dissect each star trek movie one by one that's not really what we're called <laughs> I think we're called Don't Drink the Tea, but your version was much better. Which is, a, it's a what? What is it? A, uh, uh, an Agnes likes Christopher podcast? Yes. <laughs> Good old Agnes Christopher. <laughs> he wrote such wonderful things. Agnes Christopher. <laughs> well, I thought we would start by celebrating all of our accomplishments, but I think that that is completely pointless what now. If, what have we accomplished besides losing all the well, viewers we, so in the first minute of, of this one? Yes, we should. But, I, I, no, we had a lot of really great things happen. This is our second podcast. I think Correct. that's exciting. Yay! Good job, it's guys. It's a failure. But, we yeah. had a few goals from the first one, though. Uh, we set a goal of five listens, and we yes. got how many? 28. That is great. Mm. Some of the yeah. feedback that we got from people, uh, which was very nice, and nobody said anything mean. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they meant it, right? Um, oh, I my email must have got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid mail, Damon. <laughs> um, a lot of people said that they were motivated to either read the book that we, that we reviewed last time, uh, Mysterious Fairlight Styles, or that they wanted to read the next one. Yeah, I had that... four, four or five people have said they were going to read Secret Adversary. That's great. Which is and... bad because we didn't read that this week. We did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I knew I forgot something. Um, but I think one of the most uh, exciting things is the fact that we have our first guest star. Woo! Yay! It's Phil. Hi, Phil. Womp, womp, womp. 
Phil uh, is here because he just showed up with the book in hand, claiming he's read it. <laughs> and we're we very trusting see. people, so we believed him. We don't think he's going to murder us, but if he does, we hope he does it in a very Agatha Christie way. And then he writes a book about it after the fact. Right. If I did it, the Phil Taylor story. The time I killed my friends, the Phil Taylor story. No, they don't know where he's our friend. The guy ruined it. Oh, Phil. Is this like that O.J. Simpson thing? Yeah, if I did it. Right. That's the book you wrote, right? We'll review that next. That's a different podcast. Welcome <laughs> to feature. Don't this try on the glove. I guess the Christie presents O.J. Simpson's I did it. Okay. Comma if. That was the only thing that was a saving grace, though. Yeah. So do try on the glove. Do try we on the glove. We did have one fail though at least i think i did i think we did have one what, fail. Was that, what did we do um, besides Zach, it, have, have you read a book since last month no oh i wanted to start this off by saying like guys i uh, picked up a book and you guys would be like really i'd be like no and then and, and then right and then i used it as my That's mouse what i thought you were gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> i read a lot of well i yeah so you read the first book too <laughs> I've actually, yeah, I've read a lot of books probably well, since you read, the last podcast. Okay, you read but Mysterious Affair at Styles. You weren't here, so review it in three words. Mysterious Affair at Styles. Three words. Anymore, you're out. <laughs> you're kicked out of the podcast. Forever. <laughs> Never to return. Banished, I would Hercule use. Hercule Perot wins. Oh, oh nice. nicely done. Hastings is dummy. <laughs> Oh, that's just what happened again? I was thinking about that earlier. I was thinking about the fact that you guys really, really, really give Hastings a lot of crud. Yes. But I was thinking he does have a a decent amount of character to have proceeded to write that down because he presents himself as a derp. That's true. He's honest. He did not hide his derpitude. Because I was thinking about (laughs) it. That That book is written in first person from his perspective, right? You would think he would have went back and been like, you know, uh, like Zap Brannigan from Futurama. You know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would think he would have went back and made like, oh. Dressed himself up? I knew immediately that this was the case. But I let silly little Perot (laughs) think yada yada. Probably would have cut out that proposal. I don't even know why he's trying to do this (laughs) obvious thing that all the readers at home know exactly what he's doing. Stand right here. I'm going to go to the other side of the building and make a sound, but I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to come back and ask you about the sound, and I'm like, this funny little guy. He's out of his mind. That's a good point. So, That's yeah. a nice point. If nothing else, he's got integrity. Or okay. he's too dumb to know right. that. Yeah. He didn't even yes, know. Exactly. <laughs> that was I sound awesome in this. <laughs> feeling is stupid. That was how I felt about it, yeah. But I he's... imagine him with a hairstyle like Zach, so... No way. I'm bald, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, thankfully, Hastings isn't in this one. Oh, thank the Lord. Is that thankfully? Yeah. I, I could have used a little bit of him in there. I feel like he would have fit right in with this book. Yeah, he Aww. could have been thrown in there somewhere. As a <laughs> casualty, as like right the body. Like, oh, hey, Hastings. So, I, I'm trying to think, yeah, where would, we, where, where would we be able to fit Hastings in there? Uh, he probably would have died on the boat. <laughs> the very beginning. Oh, he sunk with the Lusitania. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yes. The Secret Adversary is the second book that Agatha Christie wrote. Yes. And what a difference. I was going to, that's my first point Go on my it. notes, is how different is it from Styles? And last week we talked about the publishers giving her a hard time. And they, when she got, when she sent them Secret Adversary, they were mad that it wasn't anything like Mysterious Affair at Styles and they didn't want to accept it. And I think that's pretty cool artistic integrity that she didn't completely follow the formula of her same mm-hmm. of her first book. She went completely in the opposite direction. It's still a mystery at heart, and it's still you know British and all that. But it's like very very different, and it shows how completely. much range she had already to go from you know the, the manor house and the family 
the privileged family and the, the murder there to like an espionage tale. Yeah, a spy story. A spy Ooh. story. It was great. Yeah. I love spies. So it's about, um, it's well, it starts with the sinking of, of the boat. What's it called? The Lusitania. The Lusitania, which is, which is real, A real right? thing that yeah. actually happened. So it's sounds monster. Keep talking, Josh. Keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> so it sinks. But before that, uh, this British guy gives an American woman these papers um, telling her, you know, these instructions about it. They're important government papers. It will save the world. Yeah, if that's at the beginning of the book. And then we skip over to our main characters, Tommy and Tuppence. Tuppets oh beans! <laughs> Zach has read, like, her, yeah. f- f- four, what is that? So how old is, uh, what's her name, Jane? The, who's the American, Jane Finn? The American girl. How old is she? Is, how old is she supposed to be when she gets handed these papers? Like, I have no idea. Does 19, it say? I think. See, so, is so, she supposed to get these papers? I don't know why. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I don't know why, but for the for whatever, when I read it, I imagined him giving it to, the, to like, a little girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know why. Maybe the way it was described. Women and children but, uh, first. Right, maybe. but I thought I was, like, she's both. I thought of, like, a young teenage girl, maybe mm-hmm. even, like, a nine-year-old. Maybe my, my, my <laughs> Kindle version just... Cut off the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like imagine the little girl, and then I thought we like fast forward it, and then because she's like a grown up, and I was just yeah. like, oh, this, they are looking for these papers for a long dang time. <laughs> yeah, but, but there I, is a big lapse there, but you're right. She was, I think, I'm pretty sure somewhere it said that she was like 19, so and then she was what is it grown. five years or something? Okay. Yeah. That yeah. and until yeah. you get like back in touch. So, again, the, so the reason Zach that this guy hands her the papers is because it's women and children first. So she's going to get oh. off of the boat with these important government documents. She has instructions to do with them if this ad shows up in the paper but it doesn't right so mm-hmm. she's left with the papers and now the government is looking for these papers they have spies looking for these papers for the bad gotcha. guys to get them okay because i was like did he just like find a random girl like hey girl yes you want some papers kind of mm-hmm. but it's That's, because she was a girl that they, made it they had been torpedoed but yeah and because yes. she was american too when yeah, because he knew oh, she was an American was like, somehow. Because she had a, Kentucky, a bucket of Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken. <laughs> and like a hot pocket of one hand. She's like, everybody go get on that. Bring me to you first! <laughs> so that's, that's the intro. That's completely in the prologue, which is a couple pages. Then we jump to our two main characters, Tuppence... Old and Old Bean. Bean. They don't actually tell you that in the prologue that, that he, she didn't see the ad. He just says if you see oh, the Oh, yeah, we know that then, later. Yeah, 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 no wonder yeah. I didn't know that because I didn't yeah. read the prologue. We get, <laughs> and we don't get filled in on that until, until uh, Toppin said... Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm skipping way ahead. Yeah, can, yes, uh, can we digress just a tiny bit? No. One of my name? favorite things about this entire book is the dedication. Tom? Tommy? Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. The dedication? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is to, to oh, go back just a little bit. that. That is that is my one of my favorite things about this book. Who wants to read it in a British accent? Dedicated to all those who have led monotonous lives in the hope that they may experience at second hand the delights and dangers of adventure. Bully! Bully! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we're introduced to Tommy and Tuppence, and Phil said this too, but I already had it written down on... Was, I apologize. Page, no, you said this to me earlier before about this book. That you said that you liked how he was described. His face was pleasantly ugly. Nondescript, yet unmistakably the face of a gentleman and a sportsman. I wrote, what any man can dream of. But, then, but so, <laughs> obviously, like this artist who did the cover for he this was that. a terrible, yeah. terrible reader because this guy... Is, and she looks like someone's great-grandmother, which is, I know was the He is gorge. But. Like, he is not... He is not... Phil thinks the cover guy is pretty hunky. He's just, <laughs> 
He's not pleasantly ugly. He Isn't just looks good. Tommy or Reddit? But she looks pleasantly ugly, honestly. Yeah, she does. And I imagine her blonde, but maybe that's just like I imagine her being that's a just standard, stereotype. My standard spy girl. Like I yeah. you know, she was played by like Scarlett Johansson and and Tommy. She might have been in like the Marvel version and of Tommy Secret was, Adversary. And Tommy where was Thanos is trying uh, to find the papers. And Tommy was played by <laughs> that, we got the same same the guy papers. who was Quasimodo in the Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my only fun facts about this book is that it was made into a graphic novel in like two thousand three. Oh, that's cool. And it's really mm-hmm. super hard to find and it's like twenty five bucks, so I wasn't. Somebody I wasn't buy that, that for us and mail it to us. <laughs> yes, actually they have an internet but version of it. Probably sure I saw really. like one image and it was really, really neat. This one was he pleasantly ugly in that one? He wasn't in that frame. Oh. It was sad, yeah. This has also been adapted into movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first movie they ever made, I think, a life a long time ago, but they just made it into a TV show. Yeah, David Walliams. David, right? yeah, he played uh, Tommy, but he played him. He's not pleasantly ugly. He's just. We? <laughs> just plain ugly? He yeah. played him. He did, I didn't like the way he played him because one of the cool things about Tommy is he has so much like confidence, even mm-hmm. though he's not that bright, but he just like goes for it. And they played. That Tommy, like, he was like, uh, I d- uh, I d- uh, because uh, uh, it was supposed to be funny because he's a, a oh, comedy, he's like a comedic Tommy actor. Tommy. He was more like Tommy. He had a screwdriver in his real diaper. dude's like Tommy. And <laughs> he, no, he just goes for it. He just does it. And uh, she is who? Which Rugrats is Tuppets. Which Rugrats she oh, was like. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the one you had a crush on? Susie. Susie. I don't no know one that. needed to know that at all. <laughs> Let's I, wonder, I wonder why you like that. That's going to be edited out. Anyway. No, I'll, I'll slip the editor a fiver. Though, uh, no, if she was on Rugrats, she'd have to be. Uh, she'd have to be Lil, because Lil's like, like, yeah, she's go getter, but she's not like a pain in the yeah, keister. Like, right. Angelica is just a pain. Yeah, she's no whiny brat. And I don't remember really much about Angelica Susan. would be the, the, the French woman that she works for. Anyway, so more with the plot. Uh, Tommy and Tuppence are really, really broke, and they're funny and sarcastic about it, how much they want money. Tuppence is like, I'm going to marry into money because that's the only, and that's all I care about. And Tommy's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they decide (laughs) together that they're going to put an ad in a newspaper. What was the ad exactly? I wanted to find out because... Looking looking to do dumb stuff. Like, no unreasonable offer. Yeah, we will not turn down. I thought about seeing that on Craigslist, what kind of freaks you would get. (laughs) Modern day. (laughs) But this was different times. So they don't actually put that ad in at first. That's not what gets them into it. Oh, here we go. Two two young adventurers for hire, willing to do anything, go anywhere. Pay must be good. No unreasonable offer refused. But the thing is, I would hire them to, like, move a couch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you said you wouldn't refuse. This is not adventure. (laughs) But they wouldn't turn it down if it was a couch being moved into a volcano. That's true. But you had to pay them well. Josh is like, I got eight bucks. I <laughs> take, yeah, well, eight bucks would probably been a ton of money. Take you from what I'm understanding, so back then, yeah, they get paid like a so, dollar. Oh, so so uh, since I know nothing about like British stuff, her name means like money. Right? Yeah. So does, is her money like a reference to like being poor, or is her money like is it like t- my two cents? Is that like? Oh. Hmm. Is Tuppence like? Maybe it's a double they're, entendre. They're, they're, they're two, two Tuppence. Tuppence. Is that is that a British expression? I don't know. I just uh, it made me think Hold of on. it though. It has a footnote. It has a footnote. your two cents worth. It would be a good nickname for her, two cents, because she's always she's the smart one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And the smart. Alec Agatha Christie be like, yeah, that's what I thought when she like. <laughs> and, and I figured it had to do with that because when the person went later on, spoiler alert, when they sign the note as two pence instead of tuppence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That wasn't too bad. I honestly, when I read when I read that though, I thought she wrote that. Spoiler! I thought she wrote that, and I was just like, "Why she spelled her name funny? (laughs) She's living the thug life." What? Yo, like, 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 you two got pens. Two pens. <laughs> one of the a rapper name. Oh, two pens uh, <laughs> in the club. <laughs> one of the underlying themes. Well, no, it's not underlying. I think it's actually very prominent. Um, is eavesdropping in this book? It, yeah, because that's how they lot. get into that. Yes, but that thing. my only other fun fact is that that is how Agatha Christie originally got the idea for oh. this book. Is that she was Over she overheard. No, but she overheard it somewhere. Yeah, the, <laughs> Thank the, you. No. Accuracy is important. She heard someone talking about Jane Fish, and she was like, that is an extraordinarily funny name, I think is how she put it. So she changed it to Jane Very Finn. Thing to say. Yes, in this book. Um, but that, oh, so that reoccurring thing where someone was always listening to someone else's yeah. conversation. That I think that Agatha Christie actually did that. She would sit places and she observed people, yeah. but also I think she definitely had no problem like eavesdropping on conversations. Definitely not. I don't either. They built walls thinner back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things that are <laughs> that defines their characters is sarcasm, because we talked about it a little bit in Mysterious Affair at Styles, who had that sassy character, sassy. Uh, Cynthia. Who had like a couple lines, but everything she wrote was really oh, sarcastic and good. But in this one, it's everything. Like it took yeah. control of it. One thing I wrote down, um, Tuppence says, "You see, I've been thinking," and she was interrupted by a fresh bout of applause. <laughs> he just starts kind of like, "What?" A, I wrote, "Man," here, like, "What a jerk!" <laughs> but this is the way they are to each other in like the whole book. Oh, and another part that I really liked is when they meet with Mr. Carter, and um, he was telling them that their assignment was going to be dangerous. And Tommy says, "Don't worry, I'll take care of her." And she's like, "Oh, excuse me, I will take care of you." Yeah. Mr. Carter was like, "Take care of each other. <laughs> I can't get involved in this." <laughs> uh, one of the problems I had with this book was there's a lot of coincidences. Oh, like this is so a line. Too, this right? is a line I I underlined. I've often noticed that once coincidences start happening, they go on happening in the most extraordinary way. The only problem I have with that is like in Poirot books or Marple books, they're always like coincidences never happen. Mm-hmm. Everything has a reason. And being that on the complete opposite side, and then this book, there are a, a but. I kind of like that they just fell into everything though. Yeah. I kind of like that. Like fun it's times. a fine line, probably between that. Because there was another author. I don't remember who it was. Uh, that I read some... some Who wrote the Diary of a Wimpy Kid book? Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, I think I... (laughs) There was an author who wrote... No, it was a serious and more serious uh, subject, but a lot of things that happened and it worked out were coincidences sort of things that would happen. And that was, like, something that people... you know, gave him flack for it, but he was like, I've noticed in my life that coincidences happen all the time. Mm -hmm. They definitely do Things just happen to fall. So it's like... Really, the way that life is such a dice roll, you could make a book full of coincidences or a book with zero coincidences, true. and they would mm-hmm. both be true stories. Yes, truth. Well, true to life stories. Neither of them. I don't think this really happened. Here on this podcast, <laughs> we get philosophical. Mm. Yes. That's because we have Phil with us. Talk about only the... be philosophical. That would be a good idea for a podcast for you. Would be philosophical, where you just talk about different. Things problem like. is I need like a catalyst. I need something else. I need, I need something to charge it. Like we're supposed to be talking about this book right now. We did well, not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the other day Speaking I found of, a 20 we, on the street. Oh, see, I was thinking a better podcast is in a future bonus episode. We need to go over every time that Tommy's been played and figure out who's from the scale of pleasantly ugly to you really oh, messed up idea. this casting choice. That's a good <laughs> idea. Every illustration and every, every video. Yeah. A picture of every Tommy lined up on the wall. There hasn't been as many. We talked about doing that with Poirot. Poirot, but yeah, there I've only seen. I did see. I did see the Orient on the Express. That's the only Poirot I experienced. No, I had before the this. The new one? Yeah, I saw it with you guys. Ooh. 
A cat, like Perhaps you don't remember me being there. I was the guy who was trying to kill that guy that was dressed up as Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, I do remember that now. Anyway. So the adversary. Okay. The so ferret series. What else do we want the to talk about of this book? Zach's. Ferret series. Ferret series. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the book we're reading right now, Zach. The ferret series. <laughs> oh, the secret nice. ferret Oh, yeah. Series. I wanted to talk about the, the, the love story, how that was how that was put into the book. Because I complained about it Wait, in the what? first book. Wait, what? There was book. love? A little bit, yeah. Ew. I'm not mm-hmm. reading this book. Remind me. So go on. I will listen and, and, and I'll, I'll be reminded of the love. Okay. So Tommy oh, and Tuppence and Tommy. Yeah. Tommy and Tuppence. Yeah. We all wanted this to happen. We knew you knew they were going to end up together. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What was the character's name? Like Julius. Julius <laughs> P. Hershenheimer. Hershey. Oh, a rich dude. Yeah. Let's call him Hershey Kisses. Julius. Herfenhager. Julius Hershey Kisses. <laughs> Herfenhager. Well, he was American, right? Yeah. So it was like Herf Johnson. Hersheimer. Hersmith. Hersheimer. Hershey Kisses is what we're calling Hersheimer. him. Hersheimer. What kind of American name is that? <laughs> yeah, obviously he's an immigrant. He's definitely the criminal. Well, aren't we all? He's <laughs> definitely the bad guy. Anywho. <laughs> so there's a moment where he proposes to Tuppence. And so it can kind of like that was so wacky. Remind you of when Hastings <laughs> that was proposed. very very like when he, Hastings, right. Hastings was a little more crazy. I think yeah, he didn't yeah. Even know that <laughs> he did, like at least he had Julius been around Tuppence like, twice. Hello, will you marry me? <laughs> and she's like, who this? <laughs> New phone. But Julius knew her a little better. And what I didn't like about Styles was that proposal did not contribute to the story at all mm-hmm. at least this proposal helped you define Tuppetson's character a little more mm-hmm. yes because she had the opportunity to marry as much money as she and wanted she which it. she said was her her goal which was kind of like the proposal in Jane Eyre you remember the second or proposal? the proposal with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Sandra Bullock. Do <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm. you remember? Have you read Jane Eyre? Hey <laughs> now, now we're on the Zach's territory. Yeah. I've never have you seen read that, Jane I have to admit. Jane Eyre. Is that a book or an author? Both. Both. That's Charlotte Bronte? Joan of Arc. I have not read Jane Eyre. Have, have you read Jane Eyre, Zach? Joan of Arc, right? Yes. Joan of Arc. Jane Eyre. I heard she was burned at the stake. <laughs> or she burnt the stake. That's the one that was a night, She's right? She's a bad cook, I think. <laughs> Because, you know, she gets, she burnt the well, she gets proposed to twice. Reader, I married him. The first time it doesn't go so well. The second time you think she's just going to say yes, but her saying no defines her being an independent woman mm. to the second guy. You remember? Beyonce that time. I remember. It's you, been a long time. All the you described ladies. to me the entire time. I told thing. him the whole book after she, he confused Jane Eyre with Joan of Arc. I felt like it was my duty <laughs> to explain the like, plot of Jane Eyre. Like, you know Jane Eyre. I'm like, yeah, the knight. <laughs> <laughs> the one from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, right? <laughs> That's where I got all my historical knowledge from. (laughs) My dear Rufus. (laughs) So that's Zach, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about all the characters and see if Zach can figure out who did it. Who is? I guess the Jewish guy last time. Uh, I don't think there's a Jewish guy unless Hershey Kisses is Jewish. Jewish. I think he was a, a German from a German family. Okay. Oh, you know, I felt, I've Heimer. always Sorry. felt like hey, the yo. Germans and the Jews are very close to each other with the names and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure why. There's a lot of German like, Jews. There is a lot of German Jews. Yeah. You just hug it out. They did. Jewish fact. I don't know if they really hugged it out. I think they've just like, we always get to big race race. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. <laughs> okay. I don't remember that. You were that Jew characters. Who Jew? Okay. Okay, so it's not like who is the killer really, even though that is part of it. Is it Herfenschmeiman? Stop. It's Hershey Kisses. But the real question is, they have like a... S- 
like a crime Sorry, boss. Phil's staring at me sultry like. Gosh. <laughs> that wasn't my sultry stare. That was my shut up and listen to Josh. He's making the importance. You th- you figure it would make him focus I on me more. Sit. That's weird. I was trying to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> Good job. It didn't work. <laughs> so the the criminal of this book is a Mr. Brown, who is the leader of the criminal organization. And they're trying to figure, to figure out. out. He's like the kingpin. The Mr. Brown is like the name. He's a Mr. Brown. His identity is unknown. You're like, well, duh, it's Mr. Brown. I figured it out, guys. I'm pretty certain he went on to become Encyclopedia Brown and write a whole bunch of mystery novels for children. Except he died at the end. Spoilers. He did it before this But I didn't say who he was. But Mr. E. Brown is timeless. Right. See, oh, his right. first name could have been like Emma, yeah, yeah. Mr. E. Brown. That would have been pun. She should have did that. Like, uh, uh, I don't think she had the same sense of humor as me. Edward was Agatha Christie a Time Lord? That's a bonus episode. I think so. No, she was in Agatha in, in Doctor Who, and she wasn't a Time Lord in that. True. So they've already put her in there. Did they have the real her in there? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, she was like <laughs> 60 years she dead. No, she'd only been dead for when about 50 she years. Yeah. She died in the 70s, so she was like 40 years dead. Well, when did they start making... Uh... The she was in the when new Doctor Who, not the with original. With David Tennant, yes. Well, when did the Doctor Who start? 63. 63. So she, and she died well when? Relaxed. 70s. So they missed their opportunity. Yeah. They could have had, they could I think have she would have liked it. She probably watched it. Doctor Who? Yeah. I feel like that's something she would have been like, nonsense. Oh, no. She would have. Maybe like the aliens. history episodes, actually, because it was more about history I think that... We're talking about a lot of nerdy stuff in this one. Tom what? Tom. Wilson, Tom Hanks, Tom <laughs> Baker. Tom, 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 Tom Baker would have been her favorite. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Gee, Buzz. <laughs> Mom always told me life was like a TARDIS. He's my favorite, de- <laughs> my favorite deputy. Characters. Okay, characters. So, who is um, Mr. Brown? They have a Mr. Carter who gotcha. uh, who hires them to do this job. His first name is also Mr. Is Mr. That a Carter is married to Beyonce. <laughs> Uh, I think not. I don't know if we could like get through this character thing. (laughs) Oh, there's Rita. I like Rita. Rita was a good character. I Mm -hmm. feel like the woman. uh, Who was Rita? Remind me. The woman that uh, Tuppence goes undercover and works as. Oh, she's she's the the bad guy. It's like in the second chapter. She is a bad lady. Mr. Whittington was like. Has Rita been talking? I I think that that is like. Honestly, I thought she might have been Mr. Brown, but now we've ruined that she isn't. She was a spoiler. She dies at one point in time. I thought it because I thought it would have been really cool to have Mr. Brown be actually a lady, and then it would be like, oh, we're looking for a guy all this time because there's the only ones with smarts and monies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have been a nice twist. Ha-ha. Yeah, when you told me that, that that was what you suspected, I'm like, oh, that's actually a good, a good Everyone, ending too. Yeah, when I read stuff like this, it makes me want to write a novel where the thing that I suspected happens. Mm-hmm. Your alternate endings. <laughs> but Your then I want to like find, like I want to backdoor like a Wikipedia, like retrofit it, so then I can be like, see, I was right because that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Well, they say from this book, her secret notebooks, that she wrote like all of her alternative endings, but there's nothing about Secret this Adversary. Is this is her secret notebook? I found yeah. it really quick. Y'all on the show. <laughs> it is nondescript, but I mean... Very, there's a cover <laughs> I took it off. pencil or anything. You could hide it in plain sight. She typed up her own secret there's notebook. Wait, wait a minute, I'll show you the pictures. In it. what, 2009? Is that when that came out? Here are her notes. She had terrible hands. Oh, there we go. Oh, she draw. She, she had a lot of that. What are those words? Yeah, I know. He's that's right. a, that's why they were secret. <laughs> she had her own language. Pictures at 11. Okay, so we got Julius. We got, we got uh, Rita, Mr. Carter... Okay, so there's Rita who is like, she goes to work undercover for her because she knows a lot about Mr. Brown and she has a lawyer friend Jay too who's like trying to Peel. crack down on criminals. It, how do you pronounce that? Egerton or Edgerton? Edgerton. Edgerton. 
I think Edgerton. Wait, Edger. is it Lord Edgeware? So that means it's Edgerton. Edgerton. Edgelord. Edgeware? That's what I was thinking. Edge of Darkness. Edge of 17. You want to go out with me? (laughs) I'm really dark and brooding. (laughs) You was kind of like the... He had a cape, but I never learned to play it. (laughs) It's like Batman. Let's skip characters. (laughs) And each just do our... Well, you're kind of doing a bad job of describing the characters to him anyway. And each do our review of the book. Okay. Don't start with me. We'll start with Zach. Let's start with Zach. (laughs) This book, what do you do? You rate it out of ten? Is that part of your review? We did five last time. Yeah, we did. Oh, five. That's lame. It gives me left. Well, do it out of ten if you want. Do it. Well, out geez, stop giving me the three. eyebrows. <laughs> do it out of like three. He can't help it. A best of two. Best of two. I'm gonna give it a one point six four nine. Ugh. Um, that's high. No, that's three point one four. She's a mathematician. She's a mathematician. And that's because I really liked the character of Ju- Julius. Orange Julius. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was always making sure everyone was hydrated. That was nice of him. Made some great smoothies. <laughs> I had a strawberry banana one. It was great. Anyway, Phil. well, thank you for that review. <laughs> what are your thoughts about this book? Why are you gonna make me go next? Because we love. I you. didn't take notes. I was planning on. Do you want me to go while work? you gather your thoughts? Uh, let's see. He's got it. He's got <clears> it. <throat> we'll just bounce off my uh, review. <laughs> well, my review is... Uh, oh, and so you've read both, so how would you compare styles? I like styles? this a lot better than the first mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. The first book was uh, Mystery on the Smiths. Mysterious Ferret Styles. <laughs> Mysterious I like Phil's Mysterious, <laughs> Mysterious Ferret Styles. I will say, uh, as a, gen- a general criti- critique of books, I prefer third-person narrative always yeah. to a first-person narrative. I agree. agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like yes. this was a better writing style. I like that... That we, because then you can, you don't have to think of, of how this person thinks about it. Yeah, <clears throat> but you got more um, perspective. Uh, this book was a heck of a lot longer than the first. Book. It was, mm-hmm. it was. So that was that's a negative. I couldn't read Freak. it in one afternoon. <laughs> I had to spend two like you two spent days two days on this on bad it. boy. So <laughs> that's I was a saying lot of, something. That was for a you. lot of time that I could have been doing <laughs> other things, like um, playing video games. I feel like she did a good job of directing me around. Uh, in, in thinking, oh, it's this, wait, no, it's that, oh, wait, no, it's them, which I assume is a good quality in a yes. mystery writer. Even though it was it a is. thriller, it was, still was a mystery. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Overall. And, uh, yeah. So, but that also, like, ir- like at one point I was like, Shmi, she irritates me so much because I knew who it was, but she made me not know who it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. the whole goal. And I did know who it was when I knew it, but then I didn't know it, and then right. I did, and then I was like, yes, redemption, and then, I, oh, not redemption. And yep. by the end of it, I didn't know who I had thought that I had thought it. <laughs> Which I so prefer that over some authors who like do a character that has like yes. three lines and you could never possibly yes. suspect it. I think Phil, your review just now was like the best thing I have ever heard. That was <laughs> okay. the perfect well, description of the emotional roller coaster that, that you feel when you read so this. I don't know that I could give it a number out of you, numbers. Like, you need to give it. Out of, I definitely out of, not going to give it out of tens. I'll give it out of five, like they do on that's Goodreads. That's what we did. And yeah. I think on Goodreads is what's the scale on Goodreads? It's like one is I didn't like it, two is okay, three it was. Good. I think one's like I hate it, two's like okay. I didn't like it, so three's hate, I like it. Yeah, yeah, hate, didn't like, okay, I would give it a four out of five. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cause it's not like the greatest book I've ever read, but I feel like 
the the amount of emotions that it made me feel while reading it or whatever like really keeping me in it and be like what's going on and the fact that i was like no you know i gotta ignore my family so i can read this last chapter <laughs> that's a sign of, of a good book <laughs> i feel like that must mean it's better than just yeah. a good book you know it's like a good yes. book okay yes. i i feel like my review is lackluster now because of all the things i that he's already said that i was thinking i also would give it four stars um i definitely liked it more than styles the pacing mm-hmm. was really good we had a, we a lot of twists and turns. I really like Tommy and Tuplitz's characters. Yes. Um, I didn't get to say it much, but the love story was put in there really naturally. It wasn't forced. Not at all. Uh, and the first time I read it, I remember being thrown around like Phil was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to be thrown around when you know how it's going to go. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> Unless you're me and I have complete... I almost... If I have read a book, I, <clears throat> I completely forget it. I, I put it away, I'm done with it, so I can read a book multiple times and be shocked every time. If I've only read one book. If I'm honest. <laughs> oh, and it's, and it's good again. every time. If I'm honest, I, w- I was too lazy to do it. I actually, because I knew it was going to be like two or three weeks from when we were going to, when I read it to when we were going to do the podcast, I almost read it a second time. Oh. You would have like, ooh, wow. I read it, and then I read it again while knowing it, but in the end, laziness prevailed. It's <laughs> nice to read it. I mean, a lot of mysteries, it doesn't work that way. But when mm-hmm. you read a well-written mystery, when you read it the second time, you can see the clues throughout it. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not well-written, you'd be like, they just pulled that out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Most things with twists are, are, are better experienced twice, so you can at least see yeah. whether they did a good job of setting it up or they literally or were just, you just yeah, pulled of, it out of nowhere. Yes, right. yeah, were you strung along? <laughs> What's now, your review, Cheryl? I think that she, uh, just going on what you just said, I think she justified almost everything that she did, besides like the debate with the coincidences, because... Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. There, there was kind of some hypocrisy there, but not really because it was just a different set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I love the dialogue. That's one of my yeah. favorite things. It, the opening chapter, the first thing is dialogue. It ends with dialogue, and I really like that a lot. And it, just the the energy of it because it never stopped. You did not get a break. Zach is asleep. Zach hasn't huh? got to talk um, much during this one. <laughs> I'll get him in a minute. Hi. Yes, but Puzzle. no, I think okay. We said what like three point five for Styles. I would give this, even though it's really close to five, I would give this one a 4.5 just because right. I loved Tommy and Tuppence. Tuppence, oh, bang! I love the dialogue and I love the energy in that I could not stop reading it. Like Phil said, ignore, at the, at the expense of other things, I had to finish it. Yeah, and I was never, okay, one time. One time I was, I was like tired of it and wanted it to end. And that was the one thing, the mistake I feel that she made was when you find out who Mr. Brown is because you do find out. I don't think that's a spoiler. Julius. Definitely not. <laughs> and then there was like his, um, the, the trope that she uses um, <clears throat> is that, you know, he, he re- like, oh my goodness. you read the, his like secret. When he, oh, when he yeah. has his whole plan. Yeah. That was trash. I forgot it about was, that. It was that really part was. bad. Yeah, so and I was like, did she just put this in there because she felt like it was needed? Because was like everything a, else was so. Like a Bond villain. That was out of place. <laughs> it was. It was like, yeah. all, all my life I have dreamed of shooting lasers <laughs> at the moon or whatever it was. It was, it, that was like, oh, this is hard to get through. I forgot it about didn't that. last yeah, very yeah, long. Yeah. And it was like near the end. So it was, if it felt like almost like a justification. I don't feel that Christie wanted that in there. I feel like someone mm. else yeah, was like, you thing. really need to justify yeah. why the he felt this way. Forced this but page. all it was was just... Like, that's the, in notes. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. This was, was against my will. Yeah. <laughs> all it was was him going like, Man. I'm smarter than everyone... <laughs> yes, him making that noise. <laughs> I'm smarter than everyone else in the world and here's why. It was just yeah. it was pointless 
mind-numbing exposition, but it doesn't last for very long. I, I did forget about that. It didn't Until you brought that up, yeah. I forgot. That, like, we had, I had the same reaction. Like, as I read this, I was like, this is so stupid. This is what makes the difference between, like, a triple A and, and a, I'll rent this for the weekend from Redbox. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this whole, like, that scene was yeah. so, like, B-level, C-level. Mm -hmm. But the yeah. rest of the book was good. And it, right. Like you said, it, so it, it kind of feels like, it, it, yeah. it, it, did feel, it feels almost out of character for her for the rest of the yeah. book. Yes. Like, so maybe really someone did, like, I feel like it. that was kind of like, like a... when the Like when the record label makes you go make a, a radio song for the album where they yes. release yeah. it. That yes. was her single. That was, that was her radio chapter. <laughs> yeah. Or, or page or whatnot. I gotta dumb this down a little bit for these people. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like we probably like didn't those. necessarily need him to reveal that, or it could have at least been, like, revealed in a more... Better way. Yeah. Like, natural flowing way. Right. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I kept this diary of all my evil plans. <laughs> exactly why. <laughs> I, will, I, I body switched myself <laughs> with this guy. Hope no one reads this, but if they do, they'll see how smart I am. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we yes. decided before this, and it's silly now, because we're only on number two, but every time we do a book, book we're going to uh, rate them all in order, which will yes. only get tedious when we're like on episode 70, but we'll try to make like, a, a wrap up. So right now, it's we agree me. it's adversary styles is the order right now. Yes. Agreed. I like stylish adversaries. <laughs> if I'm going to well, have an adversary, he better be addressed to impress. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like a judge. Okay, so Zach hasn't got to talk much, but I planned no. a game that's mainly pointed at him, but you guys can play too if he gets it wrong. Oh, let's let wrong. Zach Notice have his moment. Said, yeah. I have my sound things to so this book, I win or lose. I thought even, even more than styles, I think, this book had a lot of British slang. Probably because it was oh too young goodness, people. So much. It was full of it. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a British slang. And I you want you to buzzer and stuff. I want you to try that makes more sense and guess what it means. So ding is right, right, buzz wrong is wrong. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> and baka is for spoilers. Bag. Baka. Yeah. Bag. Oh, so you had that in a sound. I just I didn't even know when I listened to your podcast last time. I was like, who screamed in the phone? Just sound. <laughs> Ow, okay, I got like a thing in my neck when I did that. Ouch. Uh, okay. An aneurysm o and we man. caught it. We recorded it. <laughs> the first audio. Are you, are you ready for the first slang? Yes. One character says that he wanted to chew a bun with me. What do you think he wanted to do? Chew a bun with me. I'm guessing he wanted to go to Cinnabon. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I mean, I want to. I feel like I want to guess too because I don't even know. Like, chew a bun with me. I don't know. That sounds like like hang out. So like, somebody's telling a story. We like, they out. wanted to chew a bun with me. Wait, so yeah. blah blah blah. That sounds like, like maybe when is I it nerd? Chat. Is it naughty? Yeah, like, like, like it is not oh, appropriate. Let's, let's let's hang out. None of out. it ever is. Oh, okay. You know, let's, let's hang let's out. Let's get together and chew some buns. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it like chat? Yeah, it's friendly chat. Pretty much the British. 1920s equivalent of shoot I would the like breeze. to banter at you. <laughs> no. So much banter. Okay, one character tells another character that their rig outs top hole. <laughs> they say, I your, remember this one. Your rig outs top hole. What <laughs> do you think they're saying? <laughs> Are they describing somebody's rig outs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is they're a rig out? Top <laughs> hole? That's what he's asking you. What is, what is a rig out being top hole? I what does top I know hole mean? What is rig out? What's game. top hole? I know the answer to this. Okay, well, top. Don't tell me. Think of top hole. That's top like the best. Hole. Yeah, the best. Top yeah. hole. Like top, the top best hole. That rig out's top hole. That rig out. I hate if my rig out was bottom hole. That's exactly what <laughs> he said. Is that like a car? No. <laughs> is it, wait, like an oil rig? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> that rig out is it? Uh, <laughs> something you tie somebody with that rig out. I'll they just rig tell you. somebody. <laughs> I think he, he was half right. Does she get to guess? Does she get oh, to yeah. tell you? Because otherwise, well, you gotta, I, th- I think I remember. You remember the scene. scene. We talked about yes, this. Yes. Oh was, yeah. Sorry. Uh, to everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got half of it right. Okay. What do you say? Give him a ding. Ding. Rig out's top hole means your get up is first rate. Yeah. It was what she was wearing. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. out, that outfit is was, on fleek. Was, was, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was like he was giving her two thumbs up. Like your for... eyebrows are on fleek. That's what, basically what he was saying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this one might be a little Which easier. Like they may maybe s- you need to use They more may head say shoulders. this in like <laughs> Doctor Who. That's or a mad riff. All right, you ready? <laughs> you ready, Zach? Yes. Gosh. <laughs> that was colossal cheek. Like, now, nothing will do with the body. Nothing to do with the say, body. Like, did they get, like, a plumber you. in? <laughs> no, a colossal crack. <laughs> colossal cheek. <laughs> like, is there, like, a lot of, like, like, oh, that was, like, that was silly. That was uh, a lot of silliness. Kind of. Is it, like, uh, smart aleckness? A little bit. Yeah, it's it's because like, being cheeky, like, British, yeah, yeah, like, cheeky, right, right, like right. Being a smart yeah. So, colossal right. cheek right. means yes. being rude or impertinent. Okay, so I didn't get it. It's <laughs> so. a lot of tude. This last one was one of my favorites. Okay, here after we go. a conversation with somebody, uh, he said, "Isn't he a duck?" <laughs> what do you think he meant by that? Isn't he a duck? Like foul? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess, though. What do you know? Do you know what it means? Isn't he a duck? I'm oh, saying it like, in a tone to be purposely misleading. It's like offensive, right? That's no. why. I, no, I that's think, why I said isn't it. Because you're a duck. Calling me. <laughs> Like, oh, like, isn't he suave? <laughs> Maybe, Ooh, is he a doctor? Was he a duck? quack? Uh, he was not. Quack, quack, quack. Uh, it's like, because someone would call someone doll, ducky as like, yeah. a, like a casual phrase. So isn't he a duck? I think that they were like pleased with someone who did something nice and like, oh, like isn't he a, isn't isn't he he a, a duck? duck? Isn't he a deer? Yeah, it's isn't he a darling? <laughs> and that's just, the end of the game? I said it. Yeah, that's all well, I Well, are you going to ask him about a pension and a moderate screw? Oh, I have a moderate screw. <laughs> I skipped that one. What do you think a moderate screw means? Remember, nothing inappropriate. <laughs> a moderate screw. I like, say no, this one. I, I say from this case, they're going to get a moderate screw. Like, mm-hmm. a, like, a, like an okay pay? Yeah. Okay. Sufficient wages. Because like, if, if you wouldn't have told me that, I would have been like, they messed up a little bit. Like, oh, we're moderately <laughs> screwed. We, we, we moderately, moderately screwed. Did that only <laughs> slightly <laughs> messed this up. <laughs> yeah, I had that one. I skipped it. Oh, I'm a moderate screw. But I purposely said, thing. "Give me a ding, <laughs> ding me." I purposely said, "Yeah, isn't he a duck in a wrong way?" Isn't Dude. he a duck? Yeah, like quack. in an offensive like, way. Is he like a duck or something? <laughs> it was like because he couldn't stop the quack quack. Very good. It was like the duck, the duck butt. butt. <laughs> it was Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck had a cameo. Back to Marvel's The Secret Adversary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my favorite part in that was when uh, when. When Tuppets Hawk, became Hawkeye, the Hulk. Hawkeye did nothing like it. In, Ever. Like in the movies. Like yeah. Just like in the, in the other Marvel movies. You won't say that line again? You won't like Tuppets when she's che- cheeky. <laughs> That's the tagline. Tuppets has colossal cheeks. I wish Ant-Man was that in this That rig out Tuppet. He was. You just couldn't see it. Oh, but you know they could do that. They could, uh, you know. Well, that was like to change the subject, but that could like be like a Marvel did. thing. There's a cameo. Ant Man's actually in every one of these movies. Mm-hmm. He's right there. That little dot. Mm-hmm. He should have been. Yeah, you know? been. And they could make that like they have Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters. They could have like the Secret Adversary and Ant Man, and everybody would be like, "Who is this for?" <laughs> and he was a period at the end of every sentence. Yeah. <laughs> every page. So what comes every... next? What... The next book that we're going to be we reading. Destroyed Secret Adversary. Yeah. 
completely devastated. I feel like this one was less of a review. <laughs> we all reviewed it. But no, I think it was perfect though because this book was more fun than the first one. We talk okay. about it. And yeah. Uh, not just review it. Yeah, I know. Like, it, really it was just like it. last time it was like, I felt very structured. And this time it was like, what are we doing? You, let me comment. <laughs> we had, <laughs> we had, we had, we had all, all over this. It was great. Yeah, we had, the next book is... Wait, how come Agatha Christie's Secret Notebook wasn't written by her? John Curran, her ghostwriter. She it was, was John Curran. She was really. She didn't write her own secret notebook. Gosh. That's got to be the limits. Let's see how. <laughs> Phil Taylor's diary by Zach, <laughs> which would just be like. I would read that. <laughs> I would write that honestly. <laughs> the next one is. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Josh was saying things. I he believe. Was. I believe speak, the next Josh, book. Speak. I'm gonna try to Murder. get it. In. On the sausage link. Yeah, murder on the links is the next book. <laughs> I know what we're gonna review next. Like, so does um, you told me about that, and I did not get around to reading it because I'm a big fat loser. Yes, is murder is you the links busy. like a golf course or something? Yeah. Okay, because I saw that, but every time you say murder yeah. on the links, I promise you, I always think of sausage links. Yeah, me too. Every time it's like murder on the links, I think oh, about like man, strings it would have been of so meat. So much better now. Strings of meat. See if you would have been. Part maybe of they turn the people into sausage links. You'll like have to read it to find out. Ooh, I, maybe I'll just like not feathers. read it. So it was you like I can just listen to your podcast and I'll know everything about it. That's true. This is true. That would be feathers from Cody and Cambria, the music video. They turn the lady turns people into sausage links. Oh wow. See, she took the idea from Agatha Christie and made an easy video out of it. <laughs> Why don't people keep doing that? Please. <laughs> Anywho, so this is this has been Don't Drink the Tea, episode two, featuring Yay. Phil. Give Phil a big hand of applause. He did great. He already has achieved double what Zach has in reading two books. Yeah, I've never read a book in my life. <laughs> But one day we're going to get Zach to read. And we I have, what, 97, no, 95 more to go, so. And we have a lot of time to think about which book to That's get Zach to read. Oh, I, I think I know which one we You probably got to find, like, the shortest one with the, the most pictures. words. And maybe <laughs> written at the latest point in her career so that most of the language sounds modern. One that he can watch a movie of. Yeah, probably. One that has, like, pop-up pictures. Yeah. <laughs> if you read, like, a sentence a day. You I'll get, get done there. in like 40 years. The only way he'll read it, and I know this, and I'll have fun doing this, is if I read it to him. That's true. Be good. Uh, like I'm an actually old reading. couple, yeah. <laughs> Josh used to read me books. Sounds true. Easter. Easter. I did. Every Easter. We were like, <laughs> I was like five we read. I read him Red Wall. That was fun. Is oh that, yeah, and you would do it like accents. Like, like, like oh! No, that's <laughs> animals. Anthropomorphic like raccoons oh, and yeah, rats. Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole society. Everything matter with anthropomorphic animals. I think that probably we should Yeah, books are hard this, to read like, that when they don't have anthropomorphic animals. Like the secret adversary could be like the secret... Uh, Honestly, part. every book should have animals. I just read this. <laughs> yes. There are two anthropomorphic animals in Agatha Christie. At least, well, there might not be anthropomorphic, but we get to read their, like, thoughts. Ooh, in really? Words. Is one of them a cat? They're both dogs. She had a thing for dogs. That's... Uh, I, I, mean, I might have read it if it was a cat. No, not like that. Like she was a dog lover. Yes, but like she like she owned them. Okay, she owned so she probably was in dogs. tune with their wavelength of the mind. You think she like she put her head up the mind. mind? Like the dog's head. Because like, they say I that know what you're like the longer you live with your pet, the more that you get. That's true. And I think she had this one dog for a really long time. Like, stop one yelling at me! Yeah, what kind of <laughs> what kind of dogs does she have? She had. You've have you seen the have you read Dumb Witness? No, which actually, is about I have the not. dog. I don't know what kind of dog it is. All of you. It's like it's like one of those. Not cool. <laughs> Ugly ones. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could do it in post. I'll do it in post. Oh, it is that guy right from the Caribbean too? With the it was a squid face. Davy Jones. Yeah, no, it was uh, that's uh, 
I always wanted a squid for a you to tell me that is Danish. A little tiny... Uh, Zach, look up what Spaniard. kind of dog Agatha Christie had. Spaniard. Hurry, hurry, hurry. She had a pet Spaniard. Dog. Oh, my. Wait, proper Spaniard. Can I look up what came up first? What kind of dog is Bolt? No. That's a much better what question. What kind of dog did Agatha Christie focus, have? Focus, focus, focus. We're losing them. Bolt was white. What was he? Well, now I want to know. Very white? Bolt. Bolt. The Disney movie. I never that watched was, that one. It wasn't good. It had Miley I mean, Cyrus in it. I didn't watch like, really? Yeah. It sounds like a glowing... This should be good. It wasn't. This is what was what, this is when she would like probably this is like pre Hannah Montana, yeah. This was after Hannah Montana before Wrecking Ball. Ah. Right in the middle. The lost years. <laughs> it's on the hits tape. <laughs> tape. Okay. She had. How's Google doing? Oh, she had the Monopoly dog. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a Monopoly they're dog. They're not white, do- white. Oh, a schnauzer. White, no, they're oh, white fox terriers. Fox Can I say monocle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. they're the Monopoly dog. That dog looks like that's a Monopoly kind of dog. dog. Yeah, because it's got like, like a long jaw. That looks like the Hercule Poirot of dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I solved it. I like my kibble. He's like, I solved it. It was my tail. So she has a book all about a dog like that, and. She has another uh-huh. one where an English bulldog thinks, which is in her last book that everybody hates. Because there's a really what? long scene where a dog thinks that everybody's like, why are we reading this? <laughs> but we'll get Kinda there. Kind of like Mr. Brown's um, yeah, expose. Yeah, yeah. Or it's no, like that, but a dog dies. Is he like hit up for a certain part of like, um, um, uh, you know, that old person thing. Yeah, there's one book, well, a couple, but Dementia? one that they yeah, focus Dementia. on. Yeah, That's but the They one. say she oh, shouldn't have written, thing. the publisher shouldn't have let her publish it because it's like a product of her old age. That was like, cause, um, what's his name? I uh, think she would want that, though. Like Terry Pratchett. He got, uh, he got Alzheimer's, I think. And so, like, his later books, he had to have someone help him write them. Uh, and oh. they say his, because it kind of went downhill. I see. he was losing She mind. probably would refuse oh. to let anybody help her. Yeah. She was so adamant about that thing. I read... They're probably all scared of her, too, because she was out of her mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and kept trying to murder people. Right. She was like, I'll give you a moderate screw. If you give me a colossal cheek. I think that's a good moment to end on. This has been Don't Drink the Tea. Don't Drink the Tea. Dun, dun. Scooby-dooby-doo. <laughs>